Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to another episode of Avocado and Honey. If you miss any other Avocado and Honey episode, please be sure to catch up. We have plenty of episodes um, for you to check out while you're in the house. Um, the latest episode, we were talking about the pandemic mainly and just how we can, you know, get control of ourselves um, during what's happening right now. You know, it's mind over matter and not letting the the news and the media and fear control us um so that's what i'm talking about in the le- the last episode um the episode before that was a meditation i believe a 15 minute guided meditation where we are meditating saving saying positive affirmations as well as working on a breathing technique um i feel like that's very important considering what we're all experiencing right now i feel like you know we are having a trouble or we are having trouble staying present you know I could definitely speak for myself when I say this but I feel like it's plenty of us um that are not being present like you know we're worried about what's going to happen in the future or what happened in the past with however the pandemic affected you or whatever else has affected you like you know we have the time to kind of just sit in our minds and we're not being present and focusing on the things that we can't control so meditating definitely helps me stay present so that's why um I make the meditation, you know, audio for myself. It's really good for me to hear my voice while meditating and I know it can help others. So if you, you know, want to take some time, it's only 15 minutes. You got 15 minutes. Go ahead and check out the meditation. Um, Today, we're going to definitely touch on the Rona again and just, you know, kind of reiterate the same things because we can get through this together. Like we kind of need each other to get through this. So I'm definitely going to um, talk about that. Also want to share one thing that I am going to be working on within myself, um, something I realized about myself these past couple weeks. And um, of course, I'm going to read the um, t- the energy for the week via tarot. You know, your girl is learning tarot reading. So um, I pulled two cards already and I'm gonna read the definition via tarot. So this is gonna be the energy for the next two weeks. So that's from today, April 21st, up until May 5th, so Cinco de Mayo. Shout out to Cook and Django as always, for providing the beautiful music, background music. Um, Right now I'm listening to uh, Fabric Softener. So if you guys can hear it in the background, that beautiful ass tune, that's Fabric Softener by Cook and Django. I believe they're on all um, streaming platforms, but I'm listening to them on Spotify. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the tarot reading i had pulled two cards before recording the first card i pulled was the hierophant um it's reversed and then we have the full card i know the full card very well um because i always pull it (laughs) and my life has kind of been the full card i kind of just been um just being very optimistic about life and just doing shit not really knowing how i'm going to do it um so i'm pretty sure that's a great follow-up card for this hierophant Um, reverse card so let me go ahead and read this hierophant reversed in its most positive form the reverse hierophant reminds you that you are your own teacher all the wisdom you seek comes from within not from some external source or power you are being guided to follow your path and adopt your own spiritual belief systems rather than blindly following others It may feel unsettling at first as you make your own way, but over time you will learn to trust yourself and tap into your inner knowledge. Others may question your motivations to go against tradition, but you know deep within that now is the time. 
With the reverse hierophant, you no longer need external approval to succeed. You are ready to go it alone and do it your way, even if that means going against convention. Give yourself permission to trust your inner guidance system as you create your own path forward. The Hierophant Reverse is also about challenging the status quo. You see alternative ways of viewing the world and are ready to test the very ideas and concepts you thought were true. You no longer accept the rigid structures, tradition, and dogma surrounding you. Instead, you seek out opportunities to rebel and reclaim your personal power. If you feel restricted or constrained and have lost your sense of freedom and flexibility, now is the time to make your own rules. The reverse hierophant encourages you to examine the way we do things around here and ask yourself whether it aligns with your values. You may have been running on autopilot for so far and following the crowd, but now you see that changes need to be made. Taken further, the Hierophant Reverse is like a rebellious teenager who begins to question society and take part in anti-institutional activities. There may be a run-in with authorities or conflict with a parent or authoritative figure. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was pretty much straightforward. It sounds like a lot of us are changing spiritually. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, with social media and everything, we had like an idea of what we thought something was and now we are experiencing our own experiences and coming to our own conclusions. So I think that's really dope. And I feel like the full card, it's the perfect follow follow up card for it because it's like with you learning these new things or with us learning these new things and trusting ourselves and trying new things, the full is kind of the same it's kind of the same thing. It's just like trying it without any expectations, trying it without knowing if it's gonna work. It's just fucking do it. Like, you know, people would typically call those people the fool. So I'm assuming that's why that this is the meaning of the full card. I love the full card. <laughs> but let me go ahead and read the definition again off of uh, Biddy Tarot for you. It's upright. It's the upright full card. The full, <laughs> the full is a card of new beginnings, opportunity, and potential. Just like the young man, you are at the outset of your journey, standing at the edge of the cliff and about to take your first step into the unknown. Even though you don't know exactly where you are going, you are being called to commit yourself and follow your heart. No matter how crazy this leap of faith might seem to you, now is the time when you need to trust where the universe is taking you. As you undertake this new journey, the fool encourages you to have an open, curious mind and a sense of excitement. Throw caution to the wind and be ready to embrace the unknown, leaving behind any fear, worry, or anxiety about what may or may not happen. This is about new experiences, personal growth, development, and adventure. The time is now. Take the leap of faith, even if you do not feel 100% ready or equipped for what is coming. Who knows what it could be? Seriously, what are you waiting for? Do you think you need to have everything mapped out before you begin? No way, not with the fool. He ventures out on his journey with just the essential, with the essential belongings. And now he invites you to do the same. You do not need to wait for someone to give you the green light or hold off until you have all the skills, tools, and resources you think you might need. You are ready. If you've been waiting for a sign, this is it. You heard it. This is the time of great potential and opportunity for you right now. The world is your oyster and anything can happen. Use your creative mind with the dash of spontaneity 
to make the most of the magical time and bring forth your new ideas in powerful ways. The Fool is your invitation to relax, play, and have fun. Treat life like one big experiment and feel yourself in the flow of whatever comes your way. This card asks you to embrace your beautiful, carefree spirit, allowing yourself to connect to the energy that surrounds you and flows through you. Tap into your fullest potential by stepping into a place of wonderment, curiosity, and intrigue. Live life as though you were a child once again. Laugh more, dance, and let your heart go free. This is an excellent card to meditate on if you are struggling with dread, worry, or self-doubt in your life. The Fool is your guide as someone who is daring and carefree. He is the embodiment of who you really are, your free spirit, your inner child, and your playful soul. Anytime you experience fear, remember the essence of the fool as he encourages you to acknowledge that fear and do it anyway. You never know what the future holds, but like the fool, you must step into the unknown, trusting that the universe will catch you and escort you along the way. Take a chance, take, take a chance and see what happens. <sighs> see, now y'all see why I love the fool card. Like it's just comforting. Like, you know, it's just like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to try this shit anyway. It's just kind of like what the description said, having that childlike mindset in the sense where, you know, you have no fear of failing. You're just trying it because you want to do it. Like, just <laughs> do it. <laughs> like, you know, and, you know, for me to talk my shit just a little bit, I'm so proud of myself for starting Shell Monies, which is my hair accessories company now. Uh, right now, I just have lock jewelry, but I am working on a whole bunch of different types of hair accessories. Um, using cowrie shells and um, crystals so and it's so funny though because I started that I started this about a month ago and I was talking to other artists like actual artists who paint and shit and like other creatives who sell physical things like they make stuff with their hands and sell it and I was just like you know compl not complaining but like you know admiring them but then kind of feeling away about myself like why can't I do it and then you know, the universe and myself guided me to ended up making these lock, lock gems and now it's turning into something else. Like I see the potential of it and I'm so grateful that I started trying to sell it because my, my whole idea or my thinking was like, no one's going to want to buy this shit that I'm making. Like, who am I to make lock gems? Like, I don't do this. And now here I am doing the shit. So, um, yeah, be the fool, yo. Be the fucking fool. Okay, so that was the energy for the next two weeks, and it's getting better and better. Like, the last the last time I did the reading, it was saying, you know, money's going to be coming in and stuff. So I'm assuming these cards are more geared towards, like, you know, our entrepreneurs or anyone that's trying something new, whether it's going to, you know, create some type of income or not. Um, try it. <laughs> try it. You are thinking about it for a reason. When I say shit like trust yourself, I mean trust yourself to know that you are making the right decision for you. So if you say no to something or if you, you know, have that itch or feeling of wanting to try something, just fucking try it. Your yourself is guiding you to create that life that you want because we are the creators of our reality. And I'm definitely going to go into that a lot more. I mean, I talk about it all the time, but that's because it's the fucking truth, you know. Um, so let's talk about the Rona real quick. You know, um, we're about a month in quarantine right now. A month in was well, supposed to be quarantine a month in um, just social distancing and a month in this pandemic. And um, I feel like things are still going pretty steady. Like, you know, people are still freaking out. 
Um, the news is still bombarding us with a whole bunch of information on deaths and things like that. And I didn't even do the research before getting on this podcast, which I, I wish I did. But I wanted to look up like the amount of normal deaths there are normally because, you know, like they say, and um, it's not funny, but like, you know, they say it. Um, what is that movie paid in full? You know, niggas die every day. B. So it's just like how many people were dying normally and how many people are dying daily from the coronavirus? Because I've been seeing a mix of information online in which they're saying that people who die from regular like, you know, natural causes or even other ways of dying if they feel that it's connected to coronavirus. It's gonna, they're gonna say, fuck everything else that they experienced. This person died of the coronavirus, which is gonna put more fear into us because we're like, oh my goodness, everyone's dying from the coronavirus. And you know, that's gonna equal to us freaking out even more or just continue to freak out like we already have been doing. And you know, of course, <sighs> with this being the world, like, you know, black people, we are definitely at the bottom of their totem pole. Um, so, you know, I was talking all that shit in the beginning of the corona saying how like, you know, black people ain't getting it and shit. But now it turns out that black people are actually the number one people getting it due to the fact that, you know, we are probably um, we most of us probably don't have proper health insurance. One, um, most of us, at least in United States, like, you know, we just don't have that proper care, proper information. So it's like. Of course, we're the ones that are being affected in the sense like now that we know that the coronavirus is affecting everyone. You know, that was fun in the beginning to joke about and shit. But now it's like, fuck, now black people <laughs> are being targeted. Like, you know, they wanted to um, do the vaccination. They wanted to test it out in Africa to see if it worked. Like literally test the shit out on black people. Like I cannot make this shit up. And now here in America. Um, you know, most states are on lockdown. Like I'm in New York, so we are on lockdown until about May 15th. I believe that it's going to be extended. Like um, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to be on quarantine until summer, which is June 21st, technically. So we may be free like mid-June, July, I'm assuming here in New York City. But we have states like Georgia, which has a very heavy um, population of black people down there in Atlanta, for sure. I'm not sure of other cities, but I know for sure. Atlanta is black Hollywood. So I think it's really interesting how they are um, letting people um, go out in Georgia. They're raising the um, quarantine ban or whatever. They're letting all the um, barbershops, clubs, anything that allows for people to be crowded is going to be open. And they're going to be thinking they're living a regular life down there in Georgia. And I think that says a lot about what the plan is. So if you are a person of color anywhere, especially in the United States or especially in Georgia, um, I say to follow the rules for the majority of the states, if not the fucking world. Um, it's obvious that this the coronavirus is, or whatever the fuck it is, is not gone. Um, so the fact that Georgia is allowing people to um, congregate is fucking bananas. And I want us, and I say us as black people, to be more wise. Because and I'm going to go into that in a second. Sorry, my mind is going places. But, like, you know, be smart about it. You know what I'm saying? If they say you can go, even when the fucking band is over in New York, I'm going to, I'm not going to be out congregating, congregating with people for, like, at least two to three weeks until after they say the shit is okay. Because, like, we can't trust everything we say, we see online, or especially in the news, I'll say. And online, you know, that still applies. And that's one thing that's kind of always boggled my mind in regards to just, like, black people innocent like because you know black people especially like you know super woke people like you know 
I'm learning about my history and learning about myself and learning what it means and how beautiful it is to be black. Like, you know, so it's like with me learning this information and learning that the news or the media, especially in America, is not our friend. Like how like when it comes to OK, when it comes to a black life, something's happening with the black life. We do not trust the media at all. It's like no second thought at all. It's just like the media's fucking lying. Let me go to Twitter. Let me go to the internet. Let me find someone who's in that city so I can find out the truth because that's how much we don't believe the media. But then it's like something like this that is happening. I mean, granted, something is happening. Like, you know, there is a coronavirus. I'm not saying that we should just not listen to anything that is being said, but I feel like we should still take the fucking news with a grain of salt. Like we can't say like when it comes to black people and they like you know are reporting on shit that happened with black people that they're not giving us the truth but everything else they are like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that we are taking everything the news is saying or the media is saying right now and then when it comes to black lives we don't take it I feel like we need to apply that to everything that is said on the news again I'm not saying that they're reporting everything that's false I'm saying take that information and do some more extensive research before you come to a conclusion because the media and the news do not have our best interests <laughs> they do not have our interests at heart like their interest is their money and their coins so whatever the fuck is happening right now I can promise you businesses and billionaires are benefiting from it like you know us regular people we are not benefiting from well right now we're not benefiting from what's going on so again take everything you see online and everything with a grain of salt like you know if they are reporting you know deaths non-stop and you realize that you know may, maybe that's a sign you yourself is telling you that you know that's something that you should you know notice and like probably you know do the necessary research to get more information on if you feel drawn to like don't I'll stop there because I feel like I'm going in circles and saying the same shit over and over but that's kind of just what I wanted to say because that's something that's really just been on my heart because I, I see so many like people who like you know was reporting on like the news when black people are on the news and then now and then like they just taking the shit and running with it and spreading the fear so it's just I'm my mind is torn so I just wanted to say that also, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a preacher and I don't care because like I'm going to keep saying that shit that I've been saying, yo, we create our reality and we do so with our minds like we are that fucking powerful. We are God if you or the creator of our reality. I'll say I'll be I won't say God just for my people who are like a little bit more religious. I ain't trying to offend nobody, but, you know, it is what it is. So with me saying that, that means that with our thinking, we create the reality. So with all of us thinking something similar, that's going to create our reality. And, you know, not for nothing. I feel like that's the reason why this coronavirus is even here. Like, you know, if we look at the things that happened since the coronavirus um, plagued the world, um, let's see, people lost jobs. And it's just like, I feel like, and then people, I feel like, okay, the coronavirus is highlighting how we are as humans. Like it's showing how unhealthy we are because it's at first it started off with just older people catching the coronavirus. Now we have young people and people of all sorts of ages um, catching it. But then you see these other reports saying that coronavirus is not even, it's like up there with the flu. So that's saying if you catch the flu, you can die type shit. So it's like, how's our health? Like, how are we able to be dying from this coronavirus when it's not even as strong as the flu or something like you know you get what i'm trying to say so it shows where we are health wise and in america we already know 
as a whole, like we are not healthy. This is probably the the most the least healthy country in this world. Like everything we eat we eat everything but food it seems like as well so it's like that's a highlight like we're realizing how unhealthy we are and we realize how much how the job system the structure or whatever the fuck you want to call it is set up here is not working for us like this nine to five like idea that we think is the stable way of living is not and this is showing us because a lot of people and also okay um my mind's all over the place because as you can tell this has been on my mind for a minute and I have not been chatting about it as much as I like to but um I feel like a lot of people who did lose their jobs I mean there was definitely a lot of people who lost their jobs who love their jobs or their laws their jobs are on a break um but I'm saying that the majority of people that lost their jobs didn't even like their fucking jobs like most of the people who lost their jobs dreaded going to work every fucking Monday we see the shit on Instagram like you hate going to work every Monday you look forward to Friday you do that every day and enough people doing that every day the universe is going to fucking answer us because we are the creators of our reality so the universe is like all right all these motherfuckers like out of eight billion people like four billion people don't hate fucking going to work okay out of these people this people don't like this it's like the majority wins type shit and let me give you an example on like how this actually played out. <laughs> I feel like I sound crazy, but I don't care. So it's like, um, okay, so remember when the Amazon was on fire? So I remember online, like everybody was talking about it because Amazon was on fire. It was a huge thing. It was on fire for like weeks or some shit. And then a lady put, I don't know if a lady, but somebody put out um, a post saying like, you know, let's all think about it raining over the Amazon or something of that nature. And I was like, yo, this is dope because this is the shit I preach. So I'm like, you know, if we can think it, it'll happen. Think it, feel it, and actually believe it. It's not just thinking it. It's thinking it, feeling it, and actually fucking believing it. You put all the streets together and have enough people doing it, I promise you, it'll happen. And lo and behold, the fucking Amazon, it was, it was raining when that shit was on fire. It started raining out of the blue, and it happened. And then eventually the fires was done. I don't even remember I, the reports even ending on the Amazon, but it started raining. And I remember shortly after that, there was no more fire. So it's like, I feel like that's a great example of how powerful we are as a whole. That's why people say power to the fucking people. We really got the power. So it's like, we need to be more proactive during this time. So it's like, we're at home. So instead of worrying about people dying, worrying about getting the fucking coronavirus like we need to be focused on what's going to happen after this what is going to change in our world after this what is going to change in our fucking country after this like let's focus on the positive changes that we want to come about like you know it's like this is we know shit don't last forever like we there we know most of the history within the united states like there were so many situations that were very similar to this and obviously it didn't stick around because we are we didn't experience it until now this coronavirus pandemic so it's like nothing lasts forever so let's not stay and worry about all the negative things that can possibly come out of this and focus on building the positive shit that's going to come out of this create the positivity that's going to come out of this so like I see online too you know all the posts about people saying like you know don't feel like you need to write six books. Don't feel like you need to invent something. Don't feel like you need to do this. If you want to do nothing, don't then do nothing, which I agree with to a certain point because <laughs> it's like, yo, we on two months on um, social distancing or quarantining or whatever. We're two months in 
And I would not suggest just doing nothing for two months. Like I said, once this shit is over, this pandemic, once we're free as a whole, as a country, once we are like working to become a new normal again, once this is over, it's not going to be the same. So like to be to be at home and just do nothing for two months and thinking that you're going to come and just go back to work like shit is sweet is kind of ridiculous because it's not going to be the same even if you go back to that same job working there is not going to be the same i'm pretty sure there's going to be a whole bunch of new ways of doing things because this opened our eyes to how we can do things differently this whole situation that we're experiencing together so i'm not saying <laughs> right your next book i'm not saying overwork yourself or anything what i'm saying is use this time wisely whatever that means for you like if that means just strictly working on self-development strictly focus on learning who you are and what you like strictly working on or figuring out what you love strictly figuring out a new way to live like those are all the things that i feel like are great ways to use your time during this pandemic again i'm not saying overwork and do nothing crazy listen to yourself trust yourself enough to try something new it's nothing to paint like that should take like an hour or two to read something like whatever it is to do that necessary research like you know we have the time to literally do whatever we want in a sense I know it looks different for different people because if you have a family I know what I'm saying is definitely not easy to do because you have your kids 24 7 now so now you have to you know deal with them and figure that out so it's like you still have the opportunity to do what you like to do it's just all a matter of like being organized, prioritizing your time and just figuring a shit out. It's going to be tougher for you if you have children and a family and other th priorities, but it's possible. And that's all I'll say there. You just have to figure out what works for you, but you deserve to figure out, figure yourself out and figure out what you love and to figure out how you want to move forward once this shit is over. You deserve that. You don't need the fucking the um, the country, the world or anyone else to tell you that. Like, you know, figure out what works for you. And that kind of goes back to the Hierophant, like, you know, the Hierophant in reverse. Like, you know, instead of going with the herd and seeing what everybody else is doing during this time, figure out what works for you. Because we're all different. And nobody, only you know exactly what you're going through and the thoughts you think. So it's like only you can really determine what you need to do during this time. So I feel like we should definitely use this time wisely. I don't think we should just rest <laughs> and when i think rest I, re I think just laying down and doing nothing um but rest could definitely look different as well like meditation is a form of rest yoga i would con i would do yoga on the rest day so i just wouldn't recommend doing nothing and watching netflix this entire time because i don't i don't think that's wise to do anytime honestly we have a whole life that we're living if you want i mean but again it's your life too so live it how you feel is best for you. If you want to say, fuck all that shit she talking, I'm about to watch fucking Ozark until this shit is over, then do you, boo. As long as you're doing what's best for you is all I'm saying. But for me, all that shit I said definitely applies to me, and, I, and I'm projecting that. <laughs> but if you feel it too, go ahead and catch it. <laughs> okay, so a thing that I want to work on within myself is I'm realizing, okay, I always thought it was just cool. Like, I like I like talking, <laughs> one. So I'd say uh, I, I'm working on not saying unnecessary shit, um, but I used to just say whatever comes to mind. Sometimes not even what comes to mind. I just say shit without thinking, like just 
say shit and like you know I'm working to get that more under control and just be more intentional with the things that I say and and that's kind of what what I'm trying to say here that's what I'm working on doing like I'm learning that I use words <laughs> just like recklessly like you know I'm, I'm realizing how important it is to choose my words wisely again um, because like you know I have gotten to it with someone not really like you know gotten to it but it was like a little debate and then like during the back and forth like you know I'm realizing that I'm just being so misunderstood like this person didn't know me well enough to know that when I said that shit I was joking or when I said this I was joking like if I say something like um I'm trying to think of some slang but I can't think of something right now and that kind of goes with slang and stuff too but it's just like I use okay like crazy for example like I'm like yo like she was crazy like that bitch crazy like she crazy she crazy I'm definitely working on um stop calling people crazy because one that's fucked up um too but I don't mean it in a sense where like you know they're mentally ill I just mean it like they did something out of the ordinary or um they think outside of the box <laughs> type shit that's usually what I mean when I call somebody crazy I don't mean it and I mean you'll know if I mean it in an offensive way but for the most part when I say yo she was crazy like it's I never mean it like she's fuck literally crazy like mentally ill um so that's just an example that's not what happened in the conversation but um, I say all that to say I really want to be more intentional with my words. So I don't want to say like it was stupid if it wasn't stupid. Like, you know, I don't want to say the shit was crazy if it wasn't actually crazy. I tend to over exaggerate a lot, too. So that's what I'm going to be, you know, being my, more mindful of. If not, it's not like I can just do some fucking worksheets or like <laughs> watch a seminar or something on how to not do that. It's just something that I noticed that I want to um, be. um I guess received better like I don't want people I don't want to have all these um, misunderstandings and shit like I want to mean exactly what I say so I guess what I need to do is just kind of take a moment before I respond and actually you know form the answer that I want to stay say instead of just saying shit while I figure out the actual answer because I do that as well I'm a talker y'all so I'll talk 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 while I'm figuring out the fucking actual answer in my head so all that shit I just said just forget about it here is the actual answer so instead of doing all of that I want to just kind of say the answer and do all the the brainstorming in my actual brain rather than allow um so that's one thing that I'm definitely going to be working on during this quarantine and if the fucking quarantine is over by the time I put on another episode I'm still going to continue to work on it because this is my life I'm doing this for me not because we in quarantine <laughs> so um yeah and I feel like that's all the things I said I was going to talk about today. Um, one thing I do want to mention, though, is that when it comes to, like, doing shit, because that's one thing that I feel like has been, like, my my obstacle. It's like, you know, the, um, what is it, the imposter syndrome, feeling like I, um, if I'm even fit to do it or if I'm qualified and all that bullshit, um, it's just like basically I overwhelm myself because I, I want to do so much. I'm going to do so much. So it's like I have the whiteboard and I wrote I wrote all the things that I'm working on down so I can work on them daily. Um, shout out to Ego for putting me on to that. Um, but so that's one thing that I've been doing. But I overwhelm myself because what I do is I see it. I see the whole list of everything that I need to do. And I'm like, OK. I got to do this avocado honey. Okay. Shell monies. Okay. Ebony sauce. Okay. This, this, and that. And then instead of just focusing on one thing at a time, I'm worrying about all the things I need to do for everything. So, um, 
my message or my little last little words to myself and anyone else who needs to hear it is take one step at a time yo that has been written i wrote that down and i put it up on my wall like a year ago but i took it down not a couple months ago and i should put it back up because that's something i need to read every day is take one step at a time i overwhelm myself so i just sometimes i even fucking play jordan sparks take one step at a time and sing that shit and just do make a to-do list and just do one thing at a time so that's one thing that I'm going to make sure I do every day. Every day, make it part of my morning routine. I'm saying this now because I'm going to start doing it now. Every um, a part of my morning routine, what I'm going to add is to make a to-do list so I won't have to stress about what I need to do for the day or every anything. Like I'll have it mapped out when my mind is the most clearest part of the day. I haven't spoken to anyone. I haven't been on social media. I haven't gotten anyone else's opinions or anything. I wake up, meditate read journal workout if i need to or i've been working out actually later in the day um but sometimes i work out part of my um, morning routine and then make that to-do list and then focus on those things on that to-do list strictly don't think about anything else that i need to do because this is what i need to do today take this shit one step one day at a time and um yeah I'll go ahead and share uh, as well just a little bit of what I've been doing, 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 <laughs> I can't even talk anymore, what I've been doing during this quarantine. I mean, I've definitely been chilling for the most part, so, um, you know, all that shit I was saying before, I'm listening to myself. If I feel like I'm overwhelming myself and I'm going too hard, guess what? Your girl's going to chill out, and I'm going to watch an episode of Ozark because I did what I needed to do for today, like, you know, type shit. You know, I'm not saying overwork yourself until you can't work no more just listen to your fucking self and that's what I've been doing so I've been definitely watching shows I actually recently watched um, Black AF on Netflix and I was debating if I should even talk about like my opinion on shows and shit but I kind of want to talk about it and um, at first I was really I was rocking with the show like I really fuck with the fact that they put J-Rock as the opening um, as the song for the the intro i fuck with that heavy um they was definitely repping california artists hard so that's where i was like okay oh win 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 but then like you know off top i was like all right one let me not let me not project my black experience onto them so i was just like you know i'm from the hood i'm from poverty as well so it's like my reality of being black is completely different to these rich light-skinned black people <laughs> and um ain't nothing wrong with that you know we all have our different experiences so that was my mindset in the beginning it was just like okay this is a different black experience but then you know I got through all the eight episodes and I was just like like I can't relate to any of it like you know I couldn't relate to almost all of it and I thought that was crazy for a show to be called black as black af like, you know, I feel like if it's called Black AF, no matter how black you are, you should be able to relate to something in eight fucking episodes of it. And it's just like the language. Definitely, I was taken aback by the language. It wasn't, I mean, not the cursing and shit, because y'all know, <laughs> you know, your girl, you know, be like a little sailor over here. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, you know, I won't even go into the whole colorism thing of it. I feel like Twitter did that for me. But it's like, 
with the language between like the the parents and the children like the Tyler Perry episode kind of just said it for me like Tyler Perry said all that shit that I was thinking throughout the entire series so I appreciate that episode like Tyler was like oh so the normal is you disrespectful like you know just the language like I'm not saying now let your have your children speak freely because I you know I wouldn't even mind if my child maybe curse here and there just don't like you know call me nothing crazy I don't know it, and just like the last episode the thing that rubbed me the wrong the most was was after sitting through eight episodes of this like you know of this like you know of the way they they speak to each other they're I guess it's um, definition of love. Like at the end, you know, they were saying like when the fighting, when there's no fighting, that's when you should be scared. Like they were basically kind of like normalizing the fighting and the language. So that's the only thing. That's not the only thing, but that's one of the things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way the most. Um, I don't like the fact that, you know, they saying that this is a healthy relationship, <laughs> like, you know, competing and talking crazy to your spouse this way. And, you know, I could definitely be projecting because that's not my ideal family. Like, I do not want a family who talks to each other that way because that did not feel like love to me. And um, that's all I say on it. Like, again, there's definitely some color colorism issues. Go ahead and head to Twitter and just type in hashtag black AF and you'll get a whole bunch of opinions on that. Um, but yeah, my whole thing was just the dialogue. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. It felt very much like a white family show. Not like that, but like that, you know, you like that. I think the girl, the daughter told the dad to go fuck herself, F go fuck himself. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> you couldn't even think like that at a black, in a black family house. I don't care how much money you got. Like you cannot you cannot what it's just it's, it's it was interesting and it just made me appreciate other um black as black shows that shows that are black as fuck for real and that's like the bernie mac show that's that's been one of my favorite shows growing up probably because it's it's relatable beside the fact that they were rich and shit like you know it's like it was a real black ass family and i feel like shows from like UPN <laughs> in the 90s and early 2000 like we really had it good we black people like the content we had in the 90s and early 2000 the quality of content was fucking superb looking back and I think it's really interesting that we got that type of TV back then and not now when we're so vocal about what we want like that's really something to think about but it's definitely inspiring me to fucking get my web series and shit done because I have a black ass opinion too that I want the world to hear. So um, the show wasn't that entertaining, but it was definitely motivating um, to write. Um, I will be working on my web series as well, Ebony Thoughts. I'm going to rewrite it um, so we can kind of reflect the times that we are experiencing. And then um, I should be able to shoot it once, you know, the pandemic is over. I should be prepared to shoot it and do all the the pre-production um, work I would like to do before then. And of course, like, you know, reading, I have like this box by my bed of all the books that I want to read during this pandemic. So I have like a month, I feel, um, to read these books. So I'm almost done with, um, what is it called? I'm almost done with Beyond Fear by Don Miguel Ruiz which I definitely would recommend. It's a very spiritual book. <laughs> it talks a lot about like life and death and just the best way to live. Like, you know, it definitely say a lot of the things that I've been saying. Um, 
it's kind of telling like the history of spirituality in a sense like it talks a lot about um i don't even want to say the city name because i <laughs> teotacan i believe it it's um the city name in mexico he talks a lot about that um city and how it's like you know the mecca in a sense um i'll let y'all i would like if you read beyond fear definitely slide in my dms and stuff and let me know we can definitely chit chat it up he had like um i just read this morning like the seven characteristics of love and i posted it to my personal instagram page because i thought it was um something that most of us need to read and you know it was kind of you know not kind of it was just explaining how fear is the opposite of love it's really hard or difficult to put the meaning of love into words he says so he broke love down into seven characteristics and then gave the opposite um, characteristics of fear as well so you can kind of see where you are when it comes to between love and fear which I thought was dope the first one was like love has no expectations while fear is filled with expectations love has no obligation uh, fear is full of obligations and when we act from obligation our resistance makes us suffer when we fail to act on our obligations we feel guilty love has respect not only for others but also for ourselves. fear respects nothing including itself when i feel sorry for myself i do not respect myself when i feel sorry for you i do not respect you love is patient fear is impatient and so on and so forth yeah and this is the book i think i mentioned before like in the first or second chapter it was it broke down how tarot is aligned with all of this as well so that was like all right i gotta get into this book this book is really good again it's beyond fear by don miguel ruiz um i have like two other books that i plan on finishing during this i'm not like a crazy reader like that so i have like two or three books that i hope to finish within these two or three months um most of them are like half read too the other book i'm still finishing brothers and sisters by bb campbell moore um this is a really good book it's about um like black people and white people living in la around the time of the rodney king riots and just how um the point of this book is to kind of give us a different perspective on like black and whites about like how we're not so different after all so that is what enticed me to read it i'm about halfway through so i got like another hundred or two pages to read um but it's a really great book um really great story writer and the last book that i hope to finish during this quarantine is akata warrior by nindi okafor and um it's about a nigerian american albino witch who she's a child and she finds out she have all these like powers and things like that it's a very great adventure book um I'm learning so much about different languages and shit um, from this book as well, which I appreciate. Um, and I want to read Akata Witch next. This book is really great. Um, so, yeah, those are the books that I'm going to be reading, mainly a part of my morning routine um, and probably night routine as well. Just whenever I feel like I could be doing something productive, usually I pull out the book and read. Definitely still steady with the meditating every morning, journaling, um, reading up on tarot, learning more about voiceover work merch and just everything i'm doing what i say we all should do uh, should do in the beginning of this podcast i'm working on developing myself um working on becoming disciplined this is the perfect time to practice that because we have well i personally don't have many obligations because of the quarantine and stuff so it's like i have the time to really do it so like my morning routine today may take me a little longer to do because you know, I have to get over this, get over certain things or, you know, I'm feeling a certain way this morning. I don't have to rush to feel good so I could 
you know, be at work at this time or do something by nine or something like that. It's like I have more time to be gentle with myself as I mold myself to be this disciplined boss that I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, y'all. I haven't been talking to people, so I'm really going on a tangent. And y'all feel free to talk to me back, like, you know, slide in my DMs or whatever. Like, you know, write me on Instagram. Write me an email, avocadoandhoney at gmail.com. Um, head over to avocadoandhoney.net for all things avocado and honey. We'll have all the podcast episodes there, all the video episodes. We do have videos on YouTube. I'm working on getting more content on YouTube right now as well, but it's kind of hard because, you know, we got to be distancing ourselves from people. So I can't really collab with any other creators to make videos, but um, I may be able to come up with some content that I can do with just myself. Um, so please head over to avocadoandhoney.net to check out what's going on there. Um, head over to Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms um, to stay up to date with all things Avocado and Honey. And just for, you know, daily inspirational things and, you know, shit like that. Um, follow me on all social media platforms at underscore Samanji if you're interested in what I'm doing personally. Also, follow Shell Monies, S-H-E-L-L-M-O-N-I-E-S on Instagram. We only have an Instagram right now, but that's the name of my hair accessories. Um, right now we have the cowrie lock shells or sorry cowrie lock gems um, that's what we have right now but follow because if you don't have locks we have some fire ass hair accessories coming soon so stay up to date and support your girl there um, thank you for tuning in I know you could probably be doing a whole bunch of other shit because you're in a house and you're you, you have time to do whatever you want but you decided to listen to your girl talk her shit and I do appreciate you for it I'm grateful that we are growing and learning and getting through this shit together. In the words of Lil Duval, we in it together, but stay the fuck away from me. I'm just kidding. I will definitely hug you. Um, I'm, I'm that type of person. So that's why I've been kind of staying away from people. Because if I meet up with my friend, bit, or not bit, if I hang up with my friend, growl, I'm fucking hugging you. Like, I, <laughs> girl, if you come over here, you're getting hugged. That's it and that's all. So I've definitely been keeping a distance for everyone else's safeties and insanity. I don't believe that we're going to die from a hug. So thank you for tuning in again. You are appreciated. Remember, this shit is mind over matter. Keep your mind on all the positivity that's going to be coming out of this. We need to understand that we are nothing. One, nothing we go through is in vain. Two, Everything is happening for our greater good. Like everything that is happening is for our greater good. Whatever you are asking of the universe, of the world, from your life, this, whatever the fuck is happening for you is guiding you in that direction. Whether you need to learn something in order to become that person ready for those blessings or whether it's going to give you an idea to create something that's going to give you to those blessings. It could be so many things that's going to guide you to that life that you've been working so hard for and that you truly deserve. So just know that there's some good coming out of this. There is, I promise you, there's some good coming out of this. And I'm sending all my love to all of the essential workers, the nurses, the grocery store workers, the bus drivers, MTA workers, everybody who's out there working, who is considered essential. You are appreciated. Thank you. I never, I always thought you were essential before the pandemic. I just want you to know that. And shout out, or I'm sending, not shout out, I'm sending love to everyone who has been affected and who is still going through those emotions. Your emotions are definitely valid. Once you get through 
feel through that shit and get through it and then become proactive. I'm not saying not to feel. I'm not saying none of that. Like, you handle how you deal with your emotions because there's a lot going on. I can't tell you how to deal with what the fuck you're going through. But what I can say is those feelings do not last forever. So don't let them control you forever. Feel that shit, get through that shit, and then be proactive. Like, we can't sit and worry about the problem for forever because we're, we're never going to get a solution. All we're going to get is a lifelong of worry. So feel through that shit, feel it, get through it, be proactive. I'm sending my love to anybody who's been affected with this, this fucking virus. I'm sending love to any, every, all y'all. We all need the love right now. And that's the beauty of what's going on is that we are in this together. <laughs> Nobody is going through this alone, period. I love y'all. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>